This is the CC Radio Podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, un- like, the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling, like, you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get is a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that will help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Cameron, and Cameron's had some very interesting hauntings throughout his life. Cameron, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Cameron. That's great to So, you were telling me on um, on the Facebook page there that you've had quite a few hauntings around the, um, I guess, around one area of Australia. And are you able to tell us a little bit more about that? Maybe take us back to the first kind of haunting that you experienced. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, it's all sort of happened um, in sort of the main area that I've grown up. Like, I've lived um, pretty much in the same sort of area. I grew up about a street away from where I'm currently living. And, um, yeah, it's all sort of just happened in that, that same area. It's, it's very sort of eerie of a winter, especially because we're in a valley and um, it gets sort of dark around 3.30, 4 o'clock uh, in the afternoon. And, um, yeah, it gets pretty cold. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty eerie <laughs> getting around. And um, it's on the edge of sort of a, a state forest as well, so there's there's that to go in with it as well. Um, so my first experience when I was sort of happened when I was about eight or nine, um, of a night, my bedroom door would uh, would open sort of by itself, and um, I'd hear footsteps sort of following after that, um, moving towards my bed. And I, I had one of these old sort of digital watches uh, back in the day in the nineties. That you had a light on it, so you could sit up and um, I sat up and I, I pressed that light, and it would light up my whole room, sort of green. And um, I, I wouldn't be able to see anything, but once that light sort of went out, um, it I would hear the footsteps sort of backtrack and run out out of my bedroom, and my my door would actually shut, like it slammed shut by itself. And um, this seemed to happen at least well, seven or eight times um, when I was younger, and then when I sort of get a bit older, it. it Sort of petered away, and I wouldn't be out. I wouldn't hear it anymore. Um, but with that, I thought I may have experienced um, a bit of sleep paralysis, or maybe um, maybe a bit. Of, I don't know if it was just fear or if it was actual sleep paralysis. Like I couldn't sort of move. I couldn't call out to my parents at all. Like I'd just be stuck, sort of sitting there or lying there, actually. Sorry, and I wouldn't be able to 
sort of scream out. I wouldn't be able to call for anyone to come in and see what was actually in my room. I'd just be sort of stuck there and um, it would go away after a few minutes. And it, I did notice it happened uh, when those footsteps did come in a few times, but I'd wake up sometimes and I just wouldn't hear anything and I'd just be sort of paralyzed pretty much and I wouldn't be able to do anything. I'd just lie there speechless trying to call out and, yeah, I, I just couldn't do anything. Wow, that would have been pretty terrifying at eight or nine years old. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I was just freaked out. Like, I'd um, get out of my room and I'd go to my, my brother's room or something like that, my younger brother's room, and I'd, I'd sort of sleep under the bed or something like that, just trying to escape it all. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty full on. And did you ever see a presence or could you feel a presence or was it only audible, as in, like, you could only hear the steps? Um a bit of both. I could hear the steps as well, and, and there was, was definitely sort of a feeling of something there, but I didn't actually see anything um, when I was younger. But yeah, there was basically like the door slamming, and I could hear the footsteps and everything like that. But um, yeah, I, I didn't actually see anything um, in that instance. Did you ever feel in danger from any of that? Um, kind of. It was more sort of fear and sort of not knowing what it was because I couldn't actually see anything. But yeah, it was just a lot of fear, really, just trying to figure out what was going on, um, especially being at that sort of young age. I, I didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, absolutely. And did anyone else in the house experience this as well? Um, not that I know of. My brothers didn't really sort of say anything. Um, and Yeah, neither did my parents. As far as I was aware, it was just sort of happening to me. And, and when I'd say something, that they would just, would just sort of brush it off and go, oh, it's just probably the house sizzling or creaking or something like that. And they never, ever encountered anything like that in the house at all? No. It, my mum um, encountered something um, previously, like with, in her childhood. She um, she actually saw her grandmother after she'd passed away. Um, they cleaned out her house and she appeared at the end of her bed. Um, but that's as far as sort of anything that's happened to her. That, she told me that but there was nothing else in our house. Um, that she mentioned at all either. Yeah, okay. And did you encounter anything else in that house at all? Um, no, that was probably it for that that house. Like, um, there was nothing else really um, other than, yeah, those two experiences I had. Do you mind going on to the other encounters that, you, that you've encountered? Yeah, sure, yep. Um, so this one was um, one straight away from where I'm currently living now. Um, it was to do with my friends, actually, which sort of leads on to my, my next um, experience I had. Um, so my friends were visiting, um, his nan's place with his wife. Um, and yeah, his wife actually saw, uh, this young girl sort of crouched over and she was sort of hugging her knees and, um, she had sort of long sort of black hair and she looked pretty upset and she was just sitting against, um, the brick wall and there was like a, a pool gate that she, they had to go through to get into his nan's place. And, um, as they sort of got closer towards it, um, where the girl was actually sitting, sorry. Uh, she just completely disappeared. Like, they couldn't see where she went. Um, my friend's wife thought it was actually one of my friend's cousins who was visiting um, their nan as well. Um, but once they got in, she was expecting uh, the little girl to sort of be around the corner or something around there, and she just couldn't find her where she actually gone or or who she was. So uh, my friend said, oh, you know, just, just leave it alone because his nan lives by herself. So they didn't want to sort of freak her out or anything like that. Um, but yeah, they sort of left it for a few years. And then um, maybe, I think it was early this year, they uh, spoke to her about it because um, she mentioned that there was a little girl that actually died in a car accident out the front of her place. 
and she was about seven or seven years old, and she sort of fitted the description of what my uh, my friend's wife actually saw. Oh wow! So, yeah, it's pretty freaky. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Because I mean, it's really uncommon to hear of. I guess so many paranormal things happen in such a close area. And I mean, you hear of asylums or things like that, or maybe jails is a, is a better way to do it rather than being too cliche of um, hauntings that happen in, in places like that. But it almost seems like there's, this is a, a haunted block of houses. Yeah. It seems so. Yeah. It's just, it's pretty strange that, yeah, as you said, it's all happening in this sort of one area. You don't really hear much of it at all. No, no, not at all. And did they ever see this girl again, this apparition, anything like that? Did their um did the the grandma see anything like this ever? Um, they didn't mention that she'd seen anything, no. Um and yeah, that was sort of the last time they, they saw it. But yeah, it sort of just leads on to, to what happens next, I think. But yeah, it's it's just really strange, I think, that the, that she saw it and my friend never saw it. He never mentioned anything at all. He's like he spoke to his wife. He was like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> she was looking around the corner and stuff, trying to find out where this girl had actually gone. Yeah, that's that's pretty creepy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so what does this lead into exactly? Um, so this leads into um, what happened at my own place. Um, this sort of happened uh, at, towards the end of last year. Um, so I have a, a younger daughter who is sleeping in her own room now. She's at the end of a house and our room's sort of, at the front, and uh, she usually, if she wakes up other night, she'll get up and sort of call out for me to come and get her. She'll be like, Dad, come and get me. Uh, so um, oh, when this happened, like, she usually does it during the middle of the night. So it happened again one night, and I got up and went and got her, and um, she usually just comes back into our bed. And uh, for about half an hour after I, I got her, I heard a young girl's voice um, call out daddy twice and I sort of sat up and looked around and went to get out of bed and then I re- looked to my side and I realized my daughter was already in bed and she was fast asleep like she was snoring she was out of it and I just thought it was really weird and I just went back to sleep and um, later that morning I got up earlier to go to the gym and I walked out of our house and we've got about four stairs leading up to our house and I walked down to the bottom of the stairs and out into my car and I went to do a, a three-point turn to get out of our street. And so I pulled out and then went back to went to reverse back in towards our house. And on my reversing camera, I noticed this little sort of white blob on our reversing camera. So I thought that was weird. And I looked over my shoulder and at the bottom of the set of our stairs was this little girl sort of dressed in this white, uh, I don't know if it's like a night robe or pajamas or something like that, but it was just this white dress and she had the same sort of long black hair and she was just staring at my car. And I saw that. I sat there for about five seconds and I thought, nah, that's it, I'm out. And just <laughs> sort of gunned around the corner and just went. And um, I mentioned it sort of later on to my wife, um, what happened last the night before, uh, with the voice and like hearing little girls sort of call out and she said she mentioned that she heard it as well she's like oh yeah that it was weird because i thought you'd already got out daughter. she's like i was weird you put her back into bed because usually she'll just spend the rest of the night in our bed and um yeah that was that was the, the second part of it like with the little girls i met that to her and yeah she didn't she didn't really believe that it that it sort of happened but then she's like oh if something's there, maybe check your dash cam because I've got one at the front and at the back of our car. And um, 
usually it's, I've timed it, I've timed it today actually, um, it takes about five seconds or so to, to boot up and, and start recording. And um, usually by that time I do the same thing sort of every day, I'm, I'm in the three-point turn, I go in and out and then off to work. And um, I noticed that hadn't rec- that day it hadn't recorded until I was sort of halfway down our street. It hadn't actually booted up, which is sort of very strange. It, it never sort of does that. It's always pretty much bang on that five-second that five second mark. So, yeah, um, I spoke to my friends as well about it because when it first happened, I was like, oh, that, that sounds pretty similar to what they saw at my friend's men's place. And, um, yeah, I spoke to my friend's wife who saw the, um, the apparition and, and she's like, yeah, that's, that's pretty much bang on what I saw, but she was sort of hunched over. So, yeah, that was pretty freak coincidence, I think. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. And I, and I feel like there's never really a coincidence in a, in a scenario like this because you're living on the same block or a few streets apart and you see essentially the same apparition. And yeah. I, I, I don't think that's something that is um, – a coincidence, a coincidence. I think that might be the same um, spirit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just yeah, really strange. Like I said, it's in that that same area. We've um, I hadn't really had anything at all happen in that in our current house. Um, yeah, it's just just been normal pretty much until yeah, till that night. And um, yeah, it was just really strange. And for my wife to hear the same voice, I, I thought I was just like losing. It. I was like, oh, surely that that was just my daughter or something like that, or because the neighbor, our neighbors have kids as well, and my wife's like, "Oh, maybe it was just the neighbors' kids, but they were out for that weekend." So, I just yeah, we couldn't put it down to anything else. And once I saw what was out the front, it sort of confirmed what was going on. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, have you had any other encounters with that child? Uh, no, that was the only one that um, that I actually like the full apparition appeared. I haven't seen anything else. Like, I've had my mobile phone moved, and that was fairly recent. That was probably last month, like I was having a shower and put it on um, our, our sink in the bathroom, which is, so it goes sort of the shower, our sink, and then our bath in the corner. So I was having a shower and um, I had a, sort of a loud bang and I got out of the shower and my mobile phone had moved from a corner of the sink all the way across into the, the corner where our bath is, like in the actual bath. So yeah, I'm not sure if it was. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was the, um, the same girl or or what that actually was. But yeah, it was, it was really strange. Have you maybe touched space with your neighbours or other people in the neighbourhood that you might be friendly with where you can kind of go and ask them, hey, have you seen a little weird girl running around your house or running around your property at odd times? Um, no, I haven't really. Um, they're all sort of a bit older. Um, I don't really want to go around and freak them out or <laughs> and, and say that, yeah, we've, we've seen all this. Um, but yeah, uh, I might maybe see some people down the road maybe or something like that. I might might have to do that and and look into it a bit more. Yeah, because it's really interesting because I've never heard of anyone that's had, I guess, an encounter over multiple areas. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've read a lot about um, like small girl sort of apparitions as well, that it might be sort of something disguising itself as that. Um, Particularly... I'm not too sure. I don't want to sort of delve too much into it and then like stir up anything. Cause I've, I've got two sort of young kids as well. So I don't know. I, I'm like very interested to see what it is, but I've read some other stuff as well. Like that they can, something can disguise itself as like a, a small girl just to, to sort of, and then something else could have, 
sort of eventuate from that. Yeah, absolutely. I know the kind of ground that you're walking into when it's very, it's not something that you probably want to muck around with. Let's just put it that yeah. way. And that's right. You don't want to be inviting any, I guess, negative uh, negativity into your house. Yeah, especially with yeah, a young right. family. And I'm I'm with you 100 percent on that. I think maybe don't go too deep into it, and maybe just see it what it for what it is. Maybe just see it as that that might be a friendly ghost walking around the neighborhood, just keeping watch. Um, yeah. But yeah, maybe don't, maybe don't try to do anything that might draw its attention or. Bring its focus yeah, onto right. you, and like particularly like it's already sort of start, I don't know if it did it on purpose or not, or if that's just what it does. But it was sort of you know copying my daughter already, so it it, it sort of notices that. So I'm not sure if it was you know doing that itself or it's just seeing my daughter do it and starting to sort of copy onto that. So yeah, if it's sort of already going down the path, I don't really want to poke the bear too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, if it's already showing these signs of intelligence and things like that, I mean. It, it's probably not something that you really want to get too close to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And have you have you had any other encounters with um, anything weird in that house? Yeah. So I had one more, um, which again was fairly recent. I think it was um, for the last month. Um, I've recently had a, um, a another child. Um, so we've got. I had him. Uh, we've had him for about yeah a month or two now. So yeah, it was when we. Were, we just sort of first came back from hospital um, with him. I was sort of getting up to, to make sure he was all right. Like he just had a feeling I was going to birth him. So I went to walk out our lounge room, which sort of overlooked, um, sort of overlooked our lounge room. Sorry, our bedroom. I go out and I overlooked our, our lounge room because we're in a little house. So I got to our um, bedroom door and I just had this like intense sort of feeling of, like dread and fear, it was just like it just hit me in the face. Like, and I was sort of standing there carrying him. I was like, "Oh, what is that?" And then I sort of stepped out, and we have like a, a modular lounge. So in the corner is the chase, and this I walked out, and there's this lady just sitting in white, just sitting in this modular bit of bed or the um the chase bit of our modular lounge. Sorry, and she's just looking straight ahead, and I just sort of like when I surely I'm just sleep deprived or something like I don't know what is going on and I sort of turned around and went back into our room just to sort of compose myself and go what is going on and then so I was like oh go back out and have another look so I walked back out and she's just still there sitting there staring straight ahead like she never turned or looked at me she was a bit older than what this young girl was that I saw out the front um so I'd say she'd be like more mid twenties to like thirties, and she had the same sort of dark hair, and um, just a white sort of—I don't know what the dress. But I think it might have been dressed here yeah, that she had on. It was just all sort of translucent, so I couldn't really tell what she was actually wearing. It was just a long—I think a long gown or a dress, maybe. And she was just sort of sitting there, staring straight ahead, and um, she didn't sort of move or even flinch. It was just like this sort of cold dead sort of stare straight ahead at where our TV is sort of positioned on the wall. So, yeah, that was the, the other sort of weird experience we've had in the house. Yeah, wow. That one actually just gave me chills when you were telling me that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty freaky. Like, I've never had that sort of feeling come over me, but it, when I went to go out that door, it was like, you don't want to go out there. There's like something 
really strange. Like it's, I just couldn't can't explain it really. It's, it's like this sort of, I don't know, fear, and I don't know if it's dread or something. It just, it just drains you. Like you go to that the door, and it just like it hit me and just like drained me. I was like, this, this is just like so strange. I don't know what is out there, but it's not good. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. And did you interact with this at all? No. Um, as I said, I thought I was just because we've just had a, a new baby. I thought I was just like sleep deprived, and I was just losing it basically um but no it's it when i went back out there again i was like i need to take another look and see if you know i'm seeing things or not and i went back out there and didn't had no interest at all in what i was doing it was just focused straight ahead and just staring like i it didn't even flinch like i was there sort of on the edge of our banister sort of where because i've got a few stairs a couple of stairs to go down to where the lounge room is and i was just standing there looking at it and then it just disappeared. No, that's that's all I saw of it. it nothing really happened after that. Wow. We just went back to bed. So it, it, it didn't, I guess, interact with you. It didn't do anything like that. It just sat there and it stared into the distance. Yep, that's pretty much it. Just this blank sort of cold stare straight ahead. That's all it did. That's creepy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that, that's what I was saying with my sort of thought towards that younger girl. So I don't know if whatever this is, is like, Again, like portraying itself as this older sort of woman or lady, um, and then going back to this younger girl or what's going on, I just don't know. Have you done any research into the area that you're living? Um, I had a brief sort of, I got a sort of Google around to see if there was anything that, that came up, um, but there wasn't really much at all that sort of up in our area. Like we've had, there was an accident or oh, a while ago, um, probably about. Oh, five or six years ago now, um, down the sort of the end of our street towards where the main road is. Um, oh, this little boy who actually got hit by a bus, but that's all that we've sort of really heard. Everything else has been fairly quiet, I think. Do you think you've had maybe the same spirit attach itself to you from when you were eight or nine years old up until now? Yeah, possibly, yeah. Um, I did move away of uh, when from that original house that we were in when I was about 12 or so to another suburb a bit further away and um, did have a few sort of minor things, nothing like what I've got at the moment where I'm seeing like apparitions and stuff like that. Um, when I was sort of a teenager, like I, I saw this sort of bright light out the front of my um, bedroom door, like it was like someone had shone their, their headlights like full beam um, at my, my bedroom and it was just like a, a bright sort of instant light, like your high beams are just going straight at me. Um, that lasted for about five seconds or so and then just went away. Uh, other than that, there nothing really other than what we're experiencing now. It really sounds quite odd. I mean, the, the circumstances that you're in there, Cameron, it, it's it's very odd. I mean, I've, I've never yeah. really heard of anything following people around um, that I'm – that wasn't, I guess, um, a poltergeist or anything demonic where it can actually attach itself to you, but it doesn't seem to be doing really any of those things. The only little bit of poltergeist action that I've taken from what you've told me is the fact that it, it slid your phone off a countertop onto the ground. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. there's been nothing sort of out of the ordinary other than, yeah, what you said with, that, with the mobile phone. Um, yeah, we haven't experienced anything that's sort of stood out like 
Um, our kids' toys sort of go off every now and then, but that's, yeah, we could just be the batteries or something like that. It hasn't sort of been as clear as what that mobile, my mobile phone sort of did across the, the basin into the, um, the bathroom. So, yeah. I'm not sure, yeah. Well, as a newborn dad, I know all about those baby toys going off at the random times throughout the night because they scare the crap out of me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, definitely with all this happening as well, and then you go out into the lounge room and the one of them goes off again. And those toys, they just seem to be the loudest toys in the world. So you could be in the deepest sleep possible, and these toys, they just go off and they'll rat- rattle the whole house. Yeah, that's it. Or they light up and everything will just go everywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Cameron, yeah. it, it's, I, I don't know what to really say about your experience. I mean, it, it's so unique. Um, potentially do a little bit of research into the area um, and maybe have a look around settlement times and see if there was maybe any major events in history or, or anything like that that might have happened around there because it's so unique to hear that a haunting – and if these are individual hauntings, that's I guess that's even weirder because how do you how do you get that lucky or unlucky that you've encountered hauntings in three different areas or you've got something following you? Yeah, well that's it. Yeah, it'd be good to know what what's sort of actually happening and and um, and narrow down yeah what's going on. It's um it's very strange. Um, yeah, but we do, I have noticed um, previously I've done a little bit of sort of searching um, on the area that there was like an estate that covered a fairly large portion of where I'm living at the moment so uh, yeah I'm not sure if anything happened with that maybe yeah it's definitely worth having a look at into have a chat to to if you have paranormal groups around the area maybe get in contact with them because they might be able to help you out um, and they might just be able to explain some of the things that are happening a little bit better than them obviously what what we're discovering here yeah for sure yeah I have to um definitely look into it um yeah it'd be good to see what's sort of following me <laughs> and, and just before we wrap this up tonight what does your wife think of the scenario um my wife's uh a bit of a skeptic she doesn't really sort of buy into it all um but yeah she did admit that she did hear the um the little girl call out and um she sort of i think she might be sort of coming around to to seeing what's sort of going on but she's never sort of experienced anything on the level of what i saw or what I've been having for much my whole life. So, yeah, uh, she's always trying to find sort of a rational reason of what's going on. And that's fair enough too. I mean, it's it's easier to, to try rationalise something than say, yeah, we have a ghost following us. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, where I'm sort of the opposite and just sort of fall into it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Cameron, I want to thank you for coming on the show because that is an absolutely fantastic encounters. Well, I guess a, a range of encounters that you've had. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Been good to talk to you about. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe. And you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. 